Welcome to the Hog Call Podcast. This is Chad. And this is Tim. Be sure to subscribe to the Hog Call on your favorite podcast directory. iTunes, Google Play, TuneIn, Stitcher, whatever you'd like, we're on them all. The Hog Call is only live, real-time, uncut, uncensored, Razorback podcast. Created by fans for fans. Friend us on Facebook at Hog Call Podcast or follow us on Twitter at Hog Call Podcast. Chad runs the Facebook page and Tim runs the Twitter page. Support the Hog Call Podcast by helping us spread the word. Give us a five-star rating and leave a comment, even if it's just Go Hogs. This will go a long way to allow other Razorback fans find the podcast more easily. If you'd like to throw a tip our way, you can support the podcast financially by clicking on the link in the show description. We're counting on fan support. Do you have something Hog Call Nation needs to hear? Leave a voicemail by clicking the link in the description below or send an email to hogcallpodcast.gmail.com. Well, it's good to get that mess out of the way. How's it going, Tim? How's it going, Tim? Hey, Chad. Doing all right tonight. How about you? Hey, I'm doing really well, man. I uh, I wish, you know, we'd have pulled that game out. You know, you look at where Arkansas's been, and I think that's the first thing you have to do uh, when you start to think about this week and, and, and where, we, where we were at the beginning of the year, where we were in 2018, 2019, what type of program yeah. we was, uh, where we was – last year you know and where we're at now um but you know i look at that and i feel like we're ahead of where we're at i really feel like we should have won the last two games and i feel like special teams caused us you know not to win those if i'm just if i was just going to say like if special teams would have just done their job we'd won those games and that you know that's true with with both of those games um but golly, man, it's just it's just frustrating because it feels like we have a better program than we're playing to. Uh, you know, you see all of our talent, you see our run game, uh, but then you know also you got people that are getting hurt. You know, you got Catalan that's out, you got guys that are just really banged up, and we we had been talking about this, and that bye week is really needed for them, and and this UAPB game, which is going to be awesome to have this, you know, amazing historical game uh, at War Memorial Stadium. I'm super excited about that. I love War Memorial Stadium games. You know, you got all of that, you know, wrapped up uh, in this package. And it's just, golly, man, there's there's so many, so many emotions, man. Like, it it goes from hog pressure to excitement all in the same week, you know. But I I just feel like that... We should be better than where we're at, right? It just and it just feels like we really dropped the last two games. That those were winnable games, um, and it. I mean, I guess you know you look at how's the SEC is going. You look at Texas A and M beating Alabama. You know, you look at all these teams that are beating each other, and uh, you know you 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 just got a really tough SEC. You know, a really tough. A group of schools that that can really play hard against each other. You think about that, and then you also think about it. 
in the context of having, you know, those schools um, play each other. And then you have that so that, you know, it can run with, with where you're going. And what winds up happening is, you know, you're able to help out the little schools by having these games where you play schools like UAPB and things like that. You play other SWAC schools and you give them money like we've done in the past. And um, now you're able to help out an in-state school, which is really nice. But, you know, it's it's a game that almost feels like, man, maybe maybe the caliber of team should be like an Arkansas State or something instead of a, a UAPB. But, you know, and I'm not trying to knock them, you know, but they, they've, had a, they've had a tough year. So, man, hopefully we can, like, adjust. We can get where we need to be. We can get healed up. We can come out on their side. We can win a couple more games, you know. I mean, they're talking about us going to the, uh, you know, Outback Bowl. And, yeah, I'd be happy with that. I think that would be, you know, exciting if we can just win every game. But, you know, but the Alabama, of course, here on out, you know. So, I don't know. It's just a mix of emotions, man. Yeah, I feel the same way. And one of your last points you made talking about UAPB coming in. It is, I mean, it is a good thing. I mean, I, I get it. You know, if you're going to pay somebody, might as well pay uh, Pound Luck to play. And usually I'm the guy that's like, man, I really don't like – I don't feel like like it's going to be a win. I don't feel like playing Jacksonville State or uh, Florida A and M or Nickel State or somebody. Mm-hmm. I know it's going to be a win, but I want to play. I'm ready for another, especially like in the middle of the season. I want. To, I'm ready for another SEC game or somebody yeah. to bounce back. But it feels like this year. I'm kind of like you know what. <laughs> especially if you know if we can, get, as long as we can take care of business and get the win, mm-hmm. and hopefully get the stars out and rested. Like I'll, I'll take it. I'll be excited just to just to get a win and get back on the winning track. It's a three-game losing streak. And it feels like we were just, like you like you said, emotional roller coaster, man. Yeah. Do just you think, what we were. I'm sorry, I was just going to say, do you think Pittman can win a 11 a.m. game? <laughs> there we go. This is the way to This is the way to turn it around. <laughs> Never won one before. <laughs> but we're, you know, we're 4-0 flying high, beating Texas at home, beating A&M. Finally breaking that streak, four and zero, feeling good. Mm-hmm. Georgia, you know, right after the fact, I'm mad about it. I'm embarrassed about the whoop up, but that's that's gone. Now, Ole Miss, that's different. Losing by one, going for two, and playing for that. Okay, I mean that's. Ooh, we went over that a lot last week. Auburn, just that one hurt. That one hurt last week at home, just to just to be. And even though I'd say it's like, well, it felt like from the get go we we're going to lose, but no, we came back. And at that in the beginning of the third quarter, after, especially after we scored with Burks and then stopped, it's like, well, we're we're definitely taking care of business. This is exactly what me and Chad were talking about. These predictions we're looking good. We're looking good. <laughs> but now we're sitting at now we're sitting at one and three. We're sitting last in the SEC West. Yeah. I'm not saying it's not gonna turn around, but you're you're staring, you look at it and and it's 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 not good. No. And We've got an opportunity the rest of the year. I don't. I don't doubt. Even though hog pressure hit me pretty hard last couple of weeks and really hit me hard uh, Saturday night, Saturday afternoon, Saturday night after that game. But you have an opportunity. I'm still gonna come out and think we got a chance after a bye week. Beat Mississippi State, LSU. They're four and three, two and two. They fired their coach. They're gonna play Alabama the week before they play us. We've got a shot. Maybe Alabama smokes them. Maybe Ole Miss beats them this weekend. Alabama smokes them. 
the week before we play them, and they're just, you know, sitting there four and five or five and five, whatever they'll be at that point. We go down to Baton Rouge and just play a half, half-assed LSU team and win. And then Bama, I'm not going to, especially the way we've played, I, I can't expect us to beat Bama. They're they're going to be pissed off the rest of the year trying to get trying to get uh, play the SEC championship game against Georgia to put themselves in the. Uh, the playoffs and then Mizzou we got a good chance to win so we got a chance to win seven or eight games here at the end of the year but it doesn't feel right now um no pressure we put on Bo Nix the 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 shit I talked about Bo Nix and Brian Harson last week I don't feel good about <laughs> I, but I would do it again in a heartbeat but damn well I mean we should have won that game honestly uh you know Godly, you should, you should. Be, they should have. The, the offensive line should have got more push on that fourth and one. Honestly, I mean, oh, yeah, absolutely. Like you gotta, you gotta dig down deep and and get that. You know, just figure it out. Whatever you got to do. Uh, so I don't know, man. What the coaching staff gonna start like cut blocking with them? <laughs> <laughs> Good lord. Yeah, those those again a couple fourth and ones. Um, you know, one I thought I thought we kind of, but the Weeves shouldn't have been that close. You know, you've seen teams like I keep watching them Ole Miss when they go at fourth fourth and one, and never even like not even a problem. And it looks like we're tough to even get half of in a yard. Mm-hmm. And, it's, and it's frustrating. That's all we need to keep drives going. We probably win that game if we get that you know fourth and one, at least one of those fourth and ones against Auburn. Uh, get that push and get that because we keep the or we were driving on them. You brought it up in the pre in the pre show mm-hmm. uh, that we had uh, 232 yards of rushing. Like that's really good. In the week before, we had like almost 400 against Ole Miss. Mm-hmm. Like we're just driving on these teams. 29 first downs of their 20. I was like, it's not like the offense is just stagnant and three and out. Uh, you know what I mean? It's it's but like shutting down drives like that. Fourth and one can't convert. Missing field goals. Um, not a no. Man, we should have won that game. It, I mean, it, that that third fourth quarter. Once we dropped the punt, we we uh, fumbled in the end zone. Not just a safety. A safety we could have managed out, but mm-hmm. letting them dropping the ball and fumble and letting them score a touchdown out of that. It's just penalties on penalties. Not getting pressure. Not getting turnovers. Sucks. Yeah. I mean, it did. It did. So, I mean, what you know, what do you do? What do you do when you get in a situation like this? You know, you can't you can't rely on your special teams. You know, your offensive line is failing you when you when you need them the most. You know, it seems like you know you're you're going for it. You're doing some, you know, some stuff. You know, pushing the envelope a little bit. Uh, you know, I think at the end of the game, there you got to take that extra point, you know, I mean that, you know, you got to do that over that two point conversion because that put us in a pickle. Jesus. Yeah. I mean, it's, I think that was stupider than going for the one against Ole Miss. Mm-hmm. I mean, the Ole Miss one, you're trying to get out of there as a road team, get out with the win. Yeah. That one against Auburn, all you got to do is make the extra point. Wells missed a couple of field goals. Mm-hmm. Last couple of weeks, but he hadn't missed an extra point. And you do that, and you're down like, and it just felt like we were chasing. It felt like just demoralizing that you they scored, and you're like, oh, or the defense was about to stop them uh, for a field goal attempt. And you're like, oh, so mm-hmm. we could have been down just you know whatever to ten points instead of eleven. So we're gonna have to chase again. It just felt like it was 
Like that put us like the game over with before it should have been because yeah, I just I didn't understand that. What's his love affair with the the two point? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Maybe I don't know. Maybe he just felt like you know he had to have that to to increase the lead or whatever. I I don't know. I just I I just say you just take the you just take your points uh, when they're given to you. If you're in a situation where you have to go for a two point conversion. You know, you go for it, uh, but you don't. I mean, we've already talked about it. It's a forty percent chance of making a two-point conversion, and we've seen them miss several now. So, when they make the next one, that's because <laughs> it's you know the odds are getting better for them each time they don't make one. So you might as well continue, I guess. I don't know. I don't know. Not what this do. weekend. Don't waste it on UAPB. Yeah, don't. <laughs> yeah, don't waste it on UAPB. <laughs> Unless you have to. Like it's but the it last like, seconds of the game and you have to waste it right there to win. <laughs> it wasn't like – I get it like three minutes left in the fourth quarter and we're down like that much to put it to a, a two-score game. Like, okay, mm-hmm. put it to three points. But that was just in the third quarter and it was just like – He didn't learn his lesson too after last week. That's the thing too, like the week before. It's he not said like, he was going to do it again. Like, like, I get it. Like, we beat Ole Miss off a two-point conversion, and he does it. I get it because he's feeling he's feeling high and mighty off that. I get it. But after he <laughs> He said he's going to do it every time, Tim. Yeah. Admit it. Let me tell you something else. Lie, man. Uh, while we're on Bellama, let's talk – or not Bellama, but uh, Pittman. Let's talk about this. I don't know why the hell I said Bellum. I'm about to spit my damn drink up on that. It's <laughs> like, oh no. But while we're on Pittman, why is he complaining about going down to the Arkansas game in Little Rock, you know, and playing down there? I mean, I'm from South Arkansas. I went to all the War Memorial games when I, you know, you coached at the University of Arkansas, I went to all the war memorial games and they're different man it's a different type of game there than um than even fayetteville and even though you can get more people into the fayetteville stadium the atmosphere is more electric and it's different especially the way the fans are like on top of the field there um I don't know. I, I like it. I, I I know that it's a it's a lesser stadium, but I do like it. And I don't like the, you know, like Pittman said like, well, you know, it it hurts recruiting and this that and other, because we're you know allowing UAPB to be the home team and we're giving them the gate so they can get some money for their school. I mean, that's a good thing to do for a school that's in your you know university. You know, that's within your 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 state university. Uh, thing that you're actually a part of you know that's not a bad thing to do at all you know i don't know maybe maybe the ncaa can relax their rules there a little bit i don't know i'd rather just see us stop playing the games you know at jerry world honestly um i, I would rather see a&m come to fayetteville or you know I don't know. We talked about Texas in War Memorial. Think about that. End of the year. How would that be? You know, like the old LSU game used to be? Yeah, yeah. the thing about like having a Texas or Texas A&M, which would be sweet too, um, or LSU again, 
would be in Little Rock, you would get that 58,000 or you, you get max capacity against, against uh, UAPB or somebody. You're not going to get it. So, I mean, what you're going to win anyways. The thing is, like, I get part of the recruiting too, but, like, I don't know, man. It just feels like if you can if you can have a good game down there, like that you beat somebody, that you have that atmosphere where the the crowd like you know is behind you and it helps you win. Mm-hmm. Like it feels like that does more for recruiting, like a win, than maybe a couple extra like handshakes or whatever. You know what I mean? For like a, a miracle, Mark. Yeah, because like you get you like the players, you can still give them tickets. Like you can still like the the players. Or the recruits can still experience the game at least. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Uh, I think I think it hurts more like playing four, you know, four eleven a.m. games in a row that you couldn't have like the last two. Well, I guess we were in Ole Miss in Georgia, but like Auburn, and then being at eleven a.m. where it's hard for kind of recruits that are still playing high school football games mm-hmm. to come up and then like if you just keep stacking eleven a.m. on eleven a.m. I get it, but I like the idea of playing Little Rock. I mean. It doesn't even necessarily have to be every year, but I'd like to bring a good. Like, I, th- I don't know. I like that idea of an A&M or Texas game. Um, they probably won't do Texas because it seems like, especially after this year of selling it out, you know what I mean? And like having that, mm-hmm. like, oh no, we can get 20 extra thousand tickets in there. But I think, I think Little Rock's still important. It's like they need to find some way with the NCAA to make it a, like it's obviously a home game. Mm-hmm. Like why is it like, t- like NCAA, come on, you're already like, why not? What's what's the difference between like it's obviously like a a home game. Like yeah. it's not like Jerry World. I'm tired of Jerry World now. I'm glad we kind of won. I'd be happy if it went back home and home after this year. After we got another win. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. No, I agree. I agree. And I, you know, I think obviously we need to upgrade War Memorial, expand it, make it bigger. You know, uh, make it a lot nicer stadium. I think that that needs to happen. I think the city of Little Rock should do that. I think they they owe that uh, to the University of Arkansas for them coming down and playing all these years and and not ever demanding that they do it. They should just do it. You know. Yeah. Because it needs to be done. It's been so long since it. I mean, like it's been a long time coming. Like, come on, man. Yeah, just upgrade the stadium. I mean, you can have concerts there and stuff. Just upgrade it, you know. Yeah, that's the thing. Is like Little Rock gets like. I mean, it's in a prime location. Right there on Markham, by the zoo and everything. I mean, really nice spot. Yeah, really nice spot, and like still with the. And with the the great tailgating spot, like bring some good like outdoor concerts there. Mm. You know what I mean? Like you're saying, like that's a yeah. great idea. To, um, yeah, I mean it's not even like asking you're not asking them to build a whole new stadium. That's a whole different mm. financial project. Yeah. But you know, doing some renovations or increasing it, doing some different things would be <clears throat> excellent because that's I don't know. Just upgrade I, I, what they got. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. It's, it just feels so, it still feels important for fans across the state to be able to go to Little Rock. Like, yeah, I mean, I, get, I couldn't imagine if I didn't go like <clears throat> to every Little Rock game there was. I just I just couldn't imagine like what my what my childhood would have been like. What you know what I'm saying? What what yeah. what that would have been like? Like not being able to go with my grandpa 
you know, to those games. And obviously he wasn't making the hike all the way up to Northwest Arkansas. You know, that's just too far away, you know. So that game is important for South Arkansas fans. If you want to keep South Arkansas fans, you know, because South Arkansas fans, there's other schools that they could support, you know. Yeah, I was about to say, I mean, you're closing in when, when you get to South Arkansas, you're closing in where damn, you know, I hate to even say it because I really didn't know that many LSU fans, but, <laughs> you know, growing <laughs> up, but you're like closing in where you got you got other schools. Ole Miss when you get over to the east, east side, um, you know, LSU south, and then I hate to say it, Texas schools when you get over to the western part of Arkansas. But it's important to have the whole state, and I don't – Exactly. Well, again, I mean, that's even just a few years ago, even just when we were in college, like there was two games a year. You had a non-con, mm-hmm. and then you had like MLSU. Yeah, that's then, what I like. That, that the, the best like stretch be of football for a long time was when we had the LSU game at, you know, War Memorial, and we had a non-conference game there early in the year, and then the LSU game at the end of the year, and that was that was great. Man. Remember the Miracle of Markham, like, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I mean, you talk about the then you had. I mean, even 2008, Petrino's first year, you had that Casey Dick to London Crawford, and the mm-hmm. like the, the salvage like to give momentum for that next season. You know what I mean? Yeah. You're 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 working. It's like you uh, you know what it was like. It's like it was still a great crowd. We were four and probably four and six, four and seven going into that game. Mm-hmm. But we win that game. It's just such a big momentum to win that um, that 2010 LSU game. Mm-hmm. I shoot the the '98 season when um, when we just demolished them like 41 to Houston Nutsford. <laughs> we were like 41 to nothing. You know what I mean? Yeah. 2000 when like just. I mean, we just were just hammering them down there. <laughs> yeah, for a long time. We were, like, leading the series in that. And, yeah, so, I don't know, man. I don't know. I'd like to see it. I'd like to see the boot back to war where it's supposed to be. And I, w- I, will, I will say this real quick, too. Like, tailgating, like, still, even though they got the city got rid of, the, like, it being a golf course, but you can still, I guess, you can still tailgate there. Mm-hmm. Like that's the thing. Like in Fayetteville, you have to know somebody to tailgate, and that's the stupid. I mean, that's the that's awful, man. You can't just go somewhere and park like and have your own tailgate at Little Rock. You can just pull your damn car, or truck up, or whatever, and like have your own tailgate and blow it out. You know what I mean? Yeah. Whether it's two people, ten people, whatever. In Fayetteville, you got to know somebody that's paid a whole bunch of money. Wow. Mark that about Little Rock, like where you can just pull up for twenty bucks or whatever, maybe twenty five bucks now, and just host your own little tailgate and hang out with everybody else. That'd be cool, man. So, what do you think about this? So, it's been seventy five years, right, since we've played a, a game with the in state opponent, right, and. It wasn't Frank Broles that started this. It was the coach previous to Frank, and Frank took it. Oh, the athletic director previous to Frank, and Frank took it and and honored it, right? And I think it's time. I'm I'm excited that we're playing at in-state school, and we're breaking that uh, 
like no in-state school thing that we had for for such a long time but like do you think you know you think we're going to play arkansas state do you think this is going to get bigger or do you think we'll just we play uapb and maybe uca We've got Arkansas State scheduled for 2025, and that seems like something that happened, like was announced, like in the off season at some time. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's a couple years off, but yeah, finally playing. Yeah, in 2025, is that the opening game? September 6, 2025, we play Arkansas State. I wonder if they should. They got to make that a War Memorial game. That would be awesome. Oh, they got to yeah. do that. It's got to be. That's got to be. Bring it Put it in Little Rock. Wow. I didn't realize we had that one. You did, but it probably happened like when they announced it. That's awesome. Like they announced it in like February this year. So it was like, you know what I mean? (laughs) It got lost by the wayside. You knew it then. Oh, I'm sure I did, but. I thought we were playing UCA at some point and they're not on the schedule. I thought we were playing UCA. Oh, we got to get the, we got to get UCA on there, man. And then we play UAPB again, 2024. That's a wild 2025 schedule. Arkansas State at home, at Memphis, and then Notre Dame comes to Fayetteville. <laughs> but Notre Dame and Little Rock, that'd be freaking crazy. Have we ever played Notre Dame before? They canceled. Well, I don't, they didn't necessarily cancel, but we were supposed to play them last year. I might have to go to all those games. And all then at Notre games. Dame in 2020, 2028 at Notre Dame. Man. <laughs> Go to the I big house, looking. huh? <laughs> I love looking at the future schedules. And then after that, it gets bad. But That's cool. I wouldn't mind going to that at Memphis game in 2025, too. That'd be pretty cool. Man. But, this it's is crazy, man. It's crazy. Seventy-five years. Just now, we're playing not all even, all the in-state schools, except for not even UCA. Except for UCA, even, man. Just one time. And the Wonder Boys. I don't know, man. That might they might be too. Yeah, for the UAPB, maybe. I like you. I like Pine Bluff, man. They're in the same system. Of, you know, Central Arkansas is a whole different college. Arkansas State's definitely a different college, but UAPB's in the same system. You know, what that I mean? should be this it's is like this is the way we should do it. This is the way the University of Arkansas should do it. This makes this makes a whole lot of sense. I think you take one of these games and try to set it at a certain time of the season in War Memorial. Then every year it switches out. First year it's UAPB, second year A State, next year UCA, mm-hmm. and you play all three of them like that. So it's not yeah. like you you see what I'm saying. And that would be cool. No. So every three years they get they get a shot at the big dog. I like that because <laughs> it's not like like this year you're thinking like okay UAPB there's got to be alumni there's got to be like like they're gonna buy some. Some good tickets and going to help help the ticket sales uh, for War Memorial. And you think, okay, but they wouldn't probably necessarily do it next year, like the same amount. Like, wow, well, we're so excited. But three years from now, they would. Same way with UCA. That's got to be. I mean, Conway's right there. I mean, Pine Bluff ain't far. 
but Conway is like even closer. Yeah, oh yeah. You know what I mean? And it's it's been growing, um, and it's been growing. So you know, there's a bunch of UCA alumni and uh, students that would go to that Arkansas State. They've been just itching to play us. And they got a and badass so we would, field. Even if we went to their field, like they got a badass. They got a badass field. They really do. It does make a lot of sense. That's one thing, Frank. I hung on to that. I don't. I don't. I don't know why. Just never gave it up. Frank had some things that it wasn't perfect. Man. I you appreciate the championship. I, I can understand the reasoning behind it, right? But right. At, at this point, when you become the, you know, when you become the big dog in the state. You know, it's it's good to keep the other folks in their place. You know, I think. Or they're just going to continue to grow until, you know, they're going to be harder and harder to beat, you know. Um, so, I don't know. you got to play them, I feel like. you got to play them. you got to give them a shot. And uh, you're the premier team in the state. you got to, you know, just handle business for those games. Now, how does it work? Like, I get like UAPB taking home the money or whatever it is. Like Arkansas State, like, do they get the? I don't know, man. It seems like they would just. I guess you'd have to still like pay them some. You That's could, how in any non-con they play like big names. That's why they do that. You could give the gate to. You could give the gate to UAPB. Give the gate to UCA, and then Arkansas State. You take we take the gate we take a make it home game, they're the away team, but still yeah. at War Memorial. If they if they want to play, that's where they'll play. Yeah, yeah. They're just itching to play us. Then I think that would be cool, man. I'm excited for that game. Oh, me too. Anyway, man. <laughs> <laughs> we Wait, went off hey, you know what Wait. we should do we need to read <laughs> the letter that we got I think at this point I think this would be a great time to talk about what the uh, what the other fans are saying out there alright yeah let's go back because I was like we did we did touch on the Auburn and it, that game kind of bothers us both but this is a good way to go back to it without just fully having to delve in alright <clears throat> this is from Matthew Smith the subject on this email is hogwash. So before anybody thinks these are my words, I haven't read it yet. You have, Chad. I'm excited to read it. But I'm going to start. I'm going to start I, a quote. Right? I was surprised you wanted to blind react to this thing. That's what I was surprised about. Like, good <laughs> lord. So hopefully I can, because I feel like I'm going to want to get comments like in in the email. But it's like, well, I'm also telling you right now that I'm trying to quote Matt. Mm-hmm. And then without that. Uh, all right. <laughs> all right. Subject hogwash. Hey, Chad and Tim. I would have called in and left a voicemail, but I can't fit what I want to say in one minute. I'm incredibly disappointed in the hogs after dropping three straight games, but it turns out I really shouldn't be, and neither should anyone else. Damn. I'm, <laughs> I'm sure you guys will tear. Apart what I'm about to say, but I don't care. Fuck you. Oh, damn, man. 
gets gets nasty. Let it out now, didn't it? Goes from All zero right. to a hundred. Put the kids to bed. If you haven't already, I apologize. Just skip a couple minutes forward. I know where this is turning out to be because I can't I can't censor it. It's a non non censored podcast. We say it. I think in the... that's true. All right, start the quote again. We won in a lot of damn categories. Both of the last two games we played, yep. Ole Miss Auburn. The offensive stats say we should have been victorious. So what happened? Why did we lose? I guess it just has to be defense and special teams, right? We did yeah. get absolutely embarrassed for the third week in a row. Yeah, no pressure on the QB at all. And a fairly poor run defense. Yeah. Another miss kick. But reasonable from 53 yards. Mm. Punting wasn't great, but wasn't horrible. I don't know. I feel like special teams didn't blow it, but they damn sure didn't win it either. Mm. So what the hell lost us the game? Apparently our coach doesn't. (laughs) Apparently our coach doesn't know. He said for the second damn week in a row that he just has no fucking clue why we lost. Mm. He's fucking clueless and and lost based on his own words. That's true. He did also say that we're banged up and hurt, but I feel like that's a pretty weak excuse. There isn't a single team in the SEC Mm -hmm. that isn't hurting halfway through the season. That's true, too. Maybe coaching is ultimately what lost the game and caused this string of losses. There are calls that that make you feel great about the coaches and others that leave you scratching your head. Perhaps Pittman isn't actually the answer. Wow, Matt, that's going out there. All right. <laughs> I'm just saying, that's, that was like, whoa, What'd here we go. What you expect at the beginning of the year? Sorry, yes. I'm sorry. He's the first one that's just come out and said it. All right, here we go. Let's start. Somebody had quoting to. Again. Quoting again. Here we go. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Let me gather myself. All right. I'm mad again. I don't know shit about fuck, though. <laughs> In the end, I'm just another dumbass Arkansas fan who is overly optimistic about our team. Okay. Full of gripe with no suggestions. But I'm not supposed to have answers, Emma. I'm not the coach. But why do I... But why do I say I... And basically, all Arkansas football fans are overly optimistic. Because we barely have a winning record all time at... Uh, 580. We haven't won a single conference championship since one joining the SEC. We've only won the West three times. Hmm. Of the 13 SEC teams we've played, we have a losing record against eight of them. Jesus, Matt. We historically only win against the bum-ass Mississippi School, South Carolina, Vanderbilt, and A&M. We've done well a few times. When we had incredible coaches like Royals, Holtz, and Hattonsfields, we were very good. I guess you could throw nothing there, but we still never won the conference and had a losing record in bowl games. We're a middling program historically who occasionally punches above our weight class. It seems we have to strike gold at the head coach position and with a couple players simultaneously to have any chance. So why am I shitting all, all over the only football program we all truly love? I guess it's a temper expectation. I don't really know. Maybe I'm just frustrated about a team that feels like they should have a better record than they do and I've looked to rationalize things. Just doesn't look like we've got 24 carat leading the team. Maybe we've got 10 carat. Maybe it's just gold plate masquerading. 
it's tough when your head coach says he's basically yeah, lost and unsure of what the problem are, let alone knowing how to fix them. Oh, Could be talent after all. Maybe it's a lack of depth coupled with being banged up. Could be that you don't even have gold at the assistant positions. That seems like silver sometimes. This 3-4 defense is whack as fuck. I'm just emotionally exhausted. Rooting for and being led down by a team that is historically right where they should be and coming away from two of the worst seasons in our school's history under Morris. I guess the season should make me happy. Go ahead and shit on me and call me a fake fan or whatever, but I'm done getting invested in it. This addiction abusive relationship will control me no longer. If they win, I'm happy for them. But I'm not letting them ruin this this ruin any more of my days, and I suggested all fans take that approach. Temper expectations and true enjoy the good times when they come. Sorry, this was a kind of this is a long, kind of disjointed bummer of an email. Keep the profanity in you, chickens. Kiss my ass. I'm still winning the podcast fantasy league, Matt. All right. First off, Matt, let me. So we unquote there. I, I, I agree with a lot. I, I get what he's saying a lot. Of, I now do. the part where he's talking about this, this addiction, abusive relationship will control me no longer. Shut the hell up, Matt. You're gonna let you said that after the rise. You said that. Now, I remember. Okay. <laughs> I'm just gonna go behind the curtain. You said this in halftime of the rise game. You're done with this team. You're not. You're gonna let it control you because it gets in your blood. Stop right. that! Admit it. It's gonna hurt you for the rest of your life. Generations of it. Whether you let with your, whether you live to 40, mm-hmm. 60, 120, you're gonna let the Razorbacks hurt you over and over again. I'm sorry. The best thing to do is like open up to it, let it in, and live in the moment with the Hogs, man. Right in the moment. There could be one moment in the football game. Where you're just like, we're totally done for. This is it. No way we're winning this one. And then the next moment, you're like, I can't believe we got that two-point conversion. And that Hail Mary. You know, won this game. And the Razorbacks are like that, right? The Razorbacks are like that. We have really good players. We have really good coaches. And I think sometimes we have to play up from where we were at. I think you saw that with Bob Petrino's teams. And you saw him take in players that weren't necessarily five-star players. Three stars, two stars, and then coach them up. And that's where you see a lot of teams struggle. And that's what you have to be able to do at the University of Arkansas. I think what we're looking at is a team that has been coached up. I think we're better this year than we were last year. I think that next year we'll better be better than we are this year. I think it was at the beginning of the year what we said we're gonna win eight, nine games, something like that. Yeah. You we, know, we, we're we, on we, track we, to still hit that mark. So we're not off track what we were hoping for at the beginning of the year. But that game hurt. We should have won that game. We did lead in a lot of categories. It was a game that I would say was lost by special teams. Also, the game before that, lost by special teams. So when you say, like, it must be special teams, yeah, absolutely. I feel like it must also be special teams. Uh, 
defense, you know, I've been knocking that three-man front for a while. And I've been wondering if it could do the job for a while. And I'm not sure that it's holding up. <clears throat> well, we went to four. We went to a four-man front against Auburn. It just mm-hmm. did not. What the hell happened to this line that we were so dominant against A&M? The same A&M team that pushed around Alabama. We <laughs> pushed them around. And just a couple weeks later, we can't get any pressure on Bo Nix. Sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt you. I was just like, it's I a agree. Good question I because, get away from because the Auburn offensive line, they, they are not the biggest guys around right now um, which is weird because you know under Malzahn he had some big dudes you know that was their forte under Malzahn running run the ball mm-hmm. so I, I don't know man I don't know anyway yeah Bo Nix looked good um, golly our defense just ha- having issues but at the same time we're playing an elite offense in that game Right, like we know we're playing Bo Nix. We know we're playing, you know, against those receivers. <clears throat> we know what we need to do, and we just didn't get out there and, and do it and get the job done as well as we'd like to see them do defensively. Um, offensively, we moved the ball up and down the field. There were times where I was like, "We're just we're going to win this. We got this game." After the second half, I was like, "We got this game. It's going. It's going to be. It's going to be okay." Uh, we were looking really good. Just, just doing what we needed to do, and then special teams, you know, the punt. Um, so I don't know, man. I don't know. I, I, I got, I got to agree on the special teams. I don't know about the defense. I don't know that defense has been horrible. I mean, I don't know. I guess they have. I don't know. They have given up a lot of points. Yeah, the the. It's frustrating, like the fir- very first drive of the game. I just did not expect that from Auburn for them to just come out and just take it to us. Mm-hmm. They like, took it to us. But what was just surprising to me, uh, just how they, I mean, ran it one time and just sat back there, no pressure at all. He just completed pass it and then pass it's got a forty yard touchdown to to start that the the game off. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Nothing from there. And we still we still came back and like had the lead and I thought we we were gonna win it from then on out. But man, what I mean, it just totally surprised me. Mm-hmm. Like that Bo Nix just sat back there just like we couldn't cover him. Like I know and uh, Catalan being out's a big factor, but that wasn't all like Catalan being out, like you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. Well, we've seen it. You know, we've seen it other times in the game where they hit big plays. Yeah, you know, we've exactly. seen them hit big plays in the game before this and Ole Miss game. Um, so we know that teams can hit big plays against us. So yep. you have to evaluate that and figure out like why can teams hit big plays against us? Or is it our speed? you know, or whatnot, and they seem to be able to juke us on the cuts pretty well, honestly, if you watch the, you know, film. So, um, you know, only way to do get better at that is is to practice it, but um, you have to do something 
to try to prevent it, you know. So I would maybe go 4-3-2. You know, put two guys up top, split the field, let them work half. Four-man front, stop the run, three guys roaming, right? I don't know. Yeah, I just felt like, I don't I mean, I guess I'd have to look at that game a second. But just didn't feel like we did anything different to try to, because Nix was able to sit back there. Now, I say that, and then, like, you know, they take the 14-3 lead, and then after that, they couldn't score the rest of the, the half on us, like, or that first half. You know, we mm-hmm. we do pretty well, but I just don't understand what happened. They got the moment, like, we let the momentum get to it. Like, we, we'll take the momentum, but once we gave it up, when Jefferson fumbles in the end zone, like, mm-hmm. after that, it was it was done. Oh, yeah. Well, I guess a couple times, you know, we had the momentum. We take the lead 17-14 in the first possession of the third quarter. We get them three and out, and then we just, we couldn't get anything going. We stopped them three and out, and then we couldn't get anything. Well, that's what. But like, we didn't take advantage when we needed. Yeah. And then, and then the next play, let's see, that's when we had a move to the Auburn twenty nine. Got in there, we're down. So that would have been what? So that would have been a forty six yard field goal. So instead of electing, we're down twenty one seventeen in the third quarter. Uh, Two minutes, three minutes left in third quarter, plenty of time. So we're down four. Instead of electing for a 46-yard field goal, I guess Pittman doesn't believe in Little. Um, we go for it on fourth and three, don't get one yard. And then the very next play, and this that's a killer. Very next play, Bo Nix, 71-yard touchdown pass. Do you th- I mean... Yeah, fourth and three, three that early in the game is not... That's not a, I don't know. I don't like that. After we haven't like proved that. we can make them. Like, we haven't just proved. I get it. Like, a lot That's a lot of the damn analytics and things are showing that. But we haven't been able to. As good as we can run the ball. Well, we haven't that... been able to figure out how, like, a fourth and three, fourth and one, fourth and two, how to convert those. And what the, is field that... goal. The, the field goal. The field goal Sorry. Sorry, Chad. One less. field goal that Little's missed the last 50 yards. Maybe 46 yards he hits it. Mm-hmm. Well, what has he seen in practice? That's what I was wondering. That's what I was thinking there, right? What has he seen Little do at practice? Has Little been missing a lot of kicks at practice, you know? Has, you know, is that out of his range, you know? But he let him go for 53 yards. Yeah. But he doesn't let him go for 45, 46. <laughs> has he seen maybe our, our defensive line hadn't been getting a push against the offensive line? They're like, Or he sees in the offensive line, oh, yeah, the, we're getting a push on four. Short yard situation against our defensive line. Why well, it's the same defensive line that's not putting any pressure on the opposing offense? Mm-hmm. I'm like, look, you know, if Little's our guy, right? If he's if he's the one, and even if you're just grooming him for next year, right? If he's the guy, you got to let him take the kick. Yeah. You know, let him get the practice, and I think uh, get the points. Take the points. Just take the points. Let's not. Whatever, whatever we get is what we get. We get down, we, we stall out, we get three points, we get three points. We get our touchdown, we get our extra point. Take the points, unless you have to have the points to tie it up. And, and, now, and I'm okay with coaches that tie up at halftime. I'm okay with that. Like I think that's you know perfectly acceptable. You know, Going for two in a halftime situation, so you can go into half 
with the tie. Yeah, I'm all right with that, right? But just constantly going forward on fourth and threes and and going for, you know, two-point conversions all the time, it's just too much, man. Sorry. I, I know that was a off on a rant there. No, you're you're exactly right. And that's the very next drive after they score that one play, 71 yards. When we drive it, just a heck of a drive, just. You know, run after run. Like, Sanders is really running really good. That had the nice uh, Dominique Johnson 10 yard run. Mm-hmm. And then so it's 28 to um, 23. So let's say we kick that field goal or, or extra point, 28 mm-hmm. 24. Kick that field goal earlier. Maybe we make that 45 yard, 28 27. You're looking at a one point game going in the fourth. And now, now we can. Don't convert the two-point conversion, and it's twenty-eight to twenty-three. It's an ugly score. Didn't make any sense. Yeah. No, you're right, and and then and that's exactly how it shook up. You know, it's exactly how it shook out. Like that's a special team situation again. So the question is, do you not trust your special teams? Are you not happy with with little? Do you not think he can make that right? Um, right. Golly, what's going on, right? What's going on there? Um, I don't know. I know wanting to play like, I guess, just your style of ball or whatever, but I feel like you got to use some sort of analytics, man, whenever you're deciding on exactly what you're going to do. You should do it in, in, in a way that, like, makes sense, a way where, like, you can, like, understand why you chose to, to go that route, not just, oh, we're going to do this every time because that's the way, you know, I want to do it. That's the way I want to play. I mean, well, I mean I, if it worked, right, if you if you had figured out how to make it work and it was working, okay, I'd be down for it. I'd be like, yeah. woohoo, all these two-point plays, I'd be excited about. But they ain't working. Yeah. And it's been a while now. They still ain't working. What's just strange is Pittman just does not seem like the that is like going for two point as many times as he has. But we should be able to get that fourth and one, and that wasn't yeah bad for him to go for that fourth and one. I'm perfectly okay with that. You know, I don't want people hearing us talk about these other situations, the fourth and three, you know, the 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 two point conversions, things like that. I don't want them to get confused. Like a fourth and one, like, like that's acceptable risk to me, right? That's exciting. Like, go for that, right? And they should have got it. The offensive line should have bucked up on that and got it done. Yeah, that fourth and one. Oh, man. How about early in the damn game, too, where we get the – we get a, we should have had a fumble there. Mm. We should have had a fumble and they didn't call it. Oh, yeah, the refs are always screwing us when over. It was man. inside the 20. I think we score from in there. Welcome to but University of Arkansas. Yeah, it came down to a lot more than that. I mean, it still sucks. It still sucks that we got another uh, clear fumble. Picked the dude up, slammed him on the ground, right? I mean, it was clearly a fumble before he, before, he even left, before he even left his feet. The ball was coming out. And, uh, that was a big thing. That would have been so big in yeah. your territory. It was, you know, they obviously we should have got that. And we, we've been seeing this from the refs time and time again, you know. And 
I hate to say there's a conspiracy or something. Like I know, you know, these guys. I've 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 hung out with them. You know, I worked with with one of the SEC refs uh, down at Gibbs High School, and and they're they're good guys. You know, I wouldn't think they were in some, you know, thing. But something's going on there. Something's going on. Well, we got to start looking at like why, why they're doing this, or how do you hold them accountable? Because you got that Tennessee game situation, and you got people pelting the field with stuff. And as much as you know, these backwoods goofball hillbillies, you know, are out there without their without their shoes on and their corn cob pipes and stuff with their, you know, little satchel and their cane pole over their shoulder overalls no shirt i mean that's pretty much everybody in the stands at these games and they're throwing you know these water bottles out onto the field to them they're like primitive ordeals but anyway they're doing it because of these refs right they're doing it because of these damn referees that have been screwing all these teams and it's not just university so it's been a lot of teams that's been screwed by a lot of different things with these referees man oh yeah and they need to like figure out how to make them be able to call the game better period period what do we need to do that they can call the game better you know no i agree it's 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 a problem well, it's, it's a problem in football. It's a problem in SEC basketball. Do you maybe, think maybe they ask, should be going out and hiring people like DMAC to be a ref? Do you imagine that he could run down the damn sideline with about any any of these SEC kids? Let me ask you this too, because like a lot of these, <laughs> a lot, I like it. A lot of these former guys, player refs, I like it. Man. This isn't this isn't their only job. Like they have another job. And as much money as the SEC makes, why are they not having full-time referees? That's true. They, the, the, I worked with an SEC referee. He worked as a teacher at the high school I was coaching at, right? Like, and that's, 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 I don't know. I don't know why they do that, but they do it. They, they sure enough do. They, they have to have another job. It's just like part-time money. <laughs> And they have the money. I mean, that's he has. They like fly them out. They give them the hotel room and stuff, and then they just give them a little bit for the game. Like it ain't a lot, dude. It ain't a lot. I think it was like two hundred or something. It wasn't a lot, man. That's crazy. I don't know, man. I think I'd be used to it, just like Matt says he's used to. And I'll be back next week. Watching the refs screw us again. You know what I mean? You know Matt's going to be back. I can't believe he wrote that stuff down. <laughs> but, you know what? Look, that game's over. I don't know how much more we can go into it. And we can just keep on and on. But, I mean, it comes down to like, I, I think like Matt said, it comes down to defense. It comes down to special teams. You know, and and you could even take defense and leave them alone and let them do what the hell they did and just special teams did their job every single time we win these games. Period. Yeah. And also, but the offense moved and had plenty of yards, but you also got to say we're down 31-23. Should have been 31-24. We already said that. 
Mm-hmm. We're down 10 minutes, 10 minutes and a half left in the fourth quarter. We're down by a touchdown. We go three and out. Like, we can't, you can't have that happen. Like, mm-hmm. you cannot, you cannot, you got to man up and drive the ball. You cannot give the ball back to Auburn after they just had a five minute possession on you that ended up in, to, to put them ahead by eight. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, the defense is struggling at that point. The offense has got to come something that well yeah it's not green out you know incomplete passes you know and then some of them were broken up and then and, and it was like not a hundred percent the the you know receiver's fault there was a hurry there um but like there were also some that hit hit thompson right in the hands right I mean, earlier in the game, Warren drops one. Senior, senior wide receiver Warren drops like a conversion that would have been a first down. Mm. It's a lot of people's faults. That, that's, I mean, that was an awful. Game. I mean, it could have been worse. I mean, you think about it, it's like felt like felt like that was an Auburn team that wasn't the best Auburn team we've played, and we still and just like we talked about last week, we won like one one time against Auburn. In the last Auburn's the damn team I've seen the most besides Ole Miss. Mm-hmm. And I'm and I'm just thinking about how many shitty freaking games I've seen with Beelan and Morris and going back and just like if, heartbreaker. If just we lo- seems- I think if yeah. we lose to Auburn next year or something, it'll be like a decade. I don't know. It's it's crazy, dude. And the before the hot videos on Twitter and everything else, Arkansas shows, you know, they didn't say a revenge game, but it was obvious like they showed the, the, the fumble from last year that we should have had and won. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. And I'm thinking like, oh, man, we're going to be fired up. <laughs> we come out of that game losing 14-3. to three. All right, I'm done with the game. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I hate Auburn. I really do. Tired of it. It was a, it was a bad game. It was a tough game. It sucked. And, uh, you know, I don't know. We got we to gotta get our shit together, man. We should be better than we are. And I think that's why... Fans are pissed off. Is that we know damn good well we should be better than than what we are, and we've we knew this with the last coach. We knew this with the coach before that that we should have done better than what we were, and right now we should be better than what we are. Period. At least for me, at least the old Miss game, at least the yeah. damn old Miss game, yeah. we should have won. Yep. And instead we went for some wild-ass two-point conversion in that and lost it. So, at least that old Miss game, um, we should have won. And that is why fans are a little deterred right now. That's why people are a little pissed off. That's why people like Matt are, are writing in. That's why folks are upset, man. Because we haven't been where we're supposed to be in a long time. We can clearly see as fans that the players are where they need to be. But we need the coaches to go ahead and get those W's on the board. You know? Yep. You're not ever going to have a LSU or a Florida or an Alabama. You're at the University of Arkansas. you got to get the W's on the board with what you got right now. You know? Just how it is. You know, we'll have great teams come and go. We really will. We'll have great players come and go. But sometimes... Sometimes you just got to win it on pure coaching here. I don't know. Man. 
I don't know. But I understand the frustration. And then I say all that and think, well, yeah, but you know, like we're still on track for where I wanted to be at the beginning of the year. Well, because a three-game losing streak hurts me. Like, that's three weeks in a row. That's almost a month worth. And you're not going to come out of the UAPB. If we beat them 70 nothing, you're still not going to come out of there just, like, giddy all week. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So that's a month's worth after feeling so good after a You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. Just a month's worth of just, like, well, crap. <laughs> I'm down for the Outback Bowl, though. I'm down for it. I'm going to it, getting tickets. So, all we got to do is win. All we got to do is win out. I think we'll be probably playing like Nebraska. Something like that. I was I was telling my dad that. I was like, uh, so he's still talking about, yeah, we've lost. was like feeling good. A couple more days, you know, removed from it. Mm-hmm. And I was telling him that, and he thought that was a pretty pretty good matchup. So. I do, too. Yeah. Let's all miss once. Up. I don't know. I think they'll be at the Sugar Bowl. Well, they're like all the damn every damn website I look at is different on the bowl projections, but I'd like that. My favorite would be the Outback, Arkansas, Nebraska. I saw Arkansas Music City Bowl also, and I think they're projecting us to get two more losses and go to the the Music City Bowl. And, you know, I don't know. That sucks. I don't know. To me, you start getting Music City and stuff, it's kind of, yeah, I don't know. Not the most exciting. The Outback, uh, the Cotton, you know, I like those. You know, the Music Cities, the Shreveport Bowls, the Liberties. Liberty Bowl. <laughs> the Idaho Potato. Oh, Jesus. Duke's Mayo Bowl. I saw one projection has played Clemson in the Duke's Mayo Bowl. The Duke's Mayo Bowl. Oh, yeah. I didn't even know that was a thing. Where the hell is that at? Where is that? Bowl? I don't want to go to that bowl, dude. Is it in Florida? <laughs> I hope it's in Florida. Duke's Mayo. Uh, Charlotte. Oh, man. I ain't never been to North Carolina. Oh, yeah. No, I have. Oh, yeah. We could probably stay at the Hilton Head. That'd be cool. That would be cool, man. Well, I like our chances. Like, we're going to end up in a bowl game week. So. So what do you think about the UAPB? We don't know much about them. I mean, here's I guess the, we can kind of run through the schedule real quick if you want to, but we don't. Yeah, yeah. Well, here's the thing. I mean, when you go to UAPB, uh, they don't have they don't have much stuff up, and then uh, there's nothing up. They didn't release any media guides or anything like that, like the other schools normally release. So without having you know the media guide to go off of, you know, there's not a lot. Uh, to tell you about, I mean, it definitely we ha- it ain't like we've watched. They're one and four. They're a swack team, you know. It ain't like we've watched any of their games or anything. We can tell you about the players. Um, that's just that's just how it is. But Doc Gamble, that's a cool, cool name for a coach. That's their coach. 
Oh, yeah. I root for them, but, man, yeah, they've only beat one team lane in their division, too. So. Do you think Doc Gamble's, like, real conservative and stuff? Like, he won't be going for... Like, he won't Pittman, be gambling? Pittman will be. He'll be going fourth and ones and two-point conversions and stuff. And Doc Gamble will be, like, just kicking field goals. <laughs> oh, that's a good question, man. That is a hell of a name. That's a badass name, dude. <laughs> Doc Gamble. <laughs> kind of wish I was Doc Gamble. Yeah. Me too. What, five and six? It's the second season, so. Well, it's crazy, too. UAPB, like, they played in the spring because they didn't play in last year because of the pandemic. Mm-hmm. So they played in the spring and they come right back a few months later to play in the fall. There's zero four in the swag. Damn. Yeah. Yeah, they don't. I mean, we're only one and three in the SEC. We're damn near zero and four in the SEC, so let's not be laughing at them. No, I'm not not laughing at them all. Not one bit. Picking on them. They're only one one loss ahead of us. Good Lord. That kind of stuff upsets you too. You start looking at these games. Never mind, <laughs> you know. <laughs> right, we better win this a hundred and three to two. What do you think? What's your why prediction? two? Because we messed up. That's why. <laughs> <laughs> I got my projection. 69 to 3. What do you think about that? Wow. Man, we got to get a shutout. I said we were going to shut out Auburn, which was pretty <laughs> which was pretty crazy. I, I should have saved it for this game. I didn't really think we were going to when I said it. But I'm going to try to do a more realistic one here. I'm going to say 0 to 62. I like it. Not bad. Not bad. We better, we better damn, we better do something special. We better do damn something special, man. Something to scare the next damn SEC team we play. We better not come out of there with a 35 to 17 win. Yeah, I could tell. I'm scared of that one. What if, what if it's close? What if it's a close? What if we get in a shootout? And it's like the old Miss game. Even if it's like 70 to 55. Like, I know we're going to score on these guys, but what if we give up? You know what I mean? Just. What are we going to do, man? I don't know. I don't know, man. (laughs) Our stats look better than theirs, except for their defense is worse than ours. Man, I feel bad about that. Yeah, this should be a game where we just demolish them, honestly. Should be. I'm going to be really disappointed if there's any kind of fight in them at all. If we allow them to do anything whatsoever at all. like If we lose, Tim... 
if we lose to UAPB, and everybody says, oh, that's crazy, Chad. Why would you say that? And that's what everybody said when I asked these questions with Morris. <laughs> and we lost the damn games. So I'm going to ask it now. What if we lose to UAPB after going 4-0, getting ranked way high, and just come out and just lose a close one? <laughs> However, Pippen to go in. Would you let him go on the sideline during or after the game for losing this? I think, like, I think that there should be a contingency in place where if you lose a game like this, yeah, like you've already spoke with the athletic director and your checks already told you you are fired. If you lose this game, you're not going to have a job here at the University of Arkansas any longer. And I'm going to release the press release immediately after the game is over, like a minute after the game is over, I'm telling everybody. And I'm letting you know before the game so you can be prepared for that if that in case happens. And if not, we're all good. That is crazy. We talked about that, like for the San Diego, San Jose State, for North Texas, for Western Kentucky. My God, man. Well, that makes me feel better about Pittman. I'm bitching about losing to Auburn, which is still some bitching about losing one point in the SEC game. Bitching about high ranked Ole Miss team. Bitching about losing to an Auburn team that's only lost two games. Bitching about losing to an Ole Miss team that's only lost one game and bitching about losing to a Georgia team that hadn't lost any games. <laughs> I like it. I'm sure that's like, surely Pittman like wants that. Like, if you're going to lose, like, have us bitching about that instead of losing to Vanderbilt. And you got to break the 11 a.m. curse here, Pittman. Like, you got to yeah. – I mean, I hope it keeps you up at night, man. I hope you listen to the podcast and you're like, oh, man. You got to win this one, man. Got to. This one means so much. It's just UAPB, but – And it's the first game where we play in-state school. You got to demolish them and embarrass them. Right, like go for two every every time. If we're going for two, let's do it here. Yeah. Every what? single fourth down, let's go for it, and let's go for two every single time that we score in this game. Let's work on yeah. Let's work on the two. Let's do it. Let's... Mm-hmm. Practice. It's not to embarrass anybody. You know, you'll make that clear after the game that you decided to practice the two-point conversion during this game to prepare for the remainder of our SEC schedule. Nobody can nobody can bitch about that. That's a solid defense. Well, I think we win it, man. Yeah, me too. Easy. Easy. Golly. 
Well, what about how about hockey, man? They ain't done nothing. They didn't even play, but <clears throat> play. They're going to uh, go to fucking Missouri State next two games. Yeah, I got them. Well, I got Missouri State coming here, man. That's a, that's a big matchup, man. M-A-C-H-A division game, so that's going to be really big. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> I'm excited about that. But We've only lost that one game to Oklahoma, so be interesting to see. We'll keep you guys updated on what happens this weekend. Oh, yeah. Then we go get that butler. It's like that round robin after that, so that'll be exciting. So, well, I uh, guess but, should we talk about fantasy at all? Yeah, we should. We should. I have to pull it up first, though. <laughs> Pulling it up. Pulling it up. At this point, if you're listening, you're still invested, so we're good. Yeah, it's a. In today's game of what did Chad just spill? I didn't spill anything. It was empty, Tim. <laughs> what <laughs> today's game of what would Chad have spilled if it wasn't empty? Uh, that would be a Yingling Oktoberfest. How is that? It's alright, I mean. It's it's pretty good. It's not bad. <clears throat> it's definitely uh better than a Budweiser, you know, something <laughs> like that, right? Uh, but it's not like, it's not as good as a, like a Oktoberfest from a, you know, brewery or, or a home-brewed Oktoberfest or something like that. Does it get you in the mood for like a, like October? Does it taste like October? Whether you're in South Florida or not, does it taste like October? (laughs) Yeah, I don't know. I don't know that it tastes like, (laughs) Chris Fallen leaves. Know what there's a there's a taste tastes like the number seven sticky malt. All right, so fantasy last week. Let's go over the matchups from last week. Pit boss, that's me. Beat Maynard 185 to 109. Whoop up. Big Wiener Bandits 151 to 95. Team Florida Hog Oxtradamus with the with the upset over Hog Call, 123 to 86. Uh, Team EV Dob wins over Run Like a Razorback, 137 to 103. So let's kind of go over the standings this week. Big Wiener Bandit's sitting at 6 and 1. That's what he talked kind of crap about in his email. So he's in first. Pit Boss, 5 and 2. That's me. EV Dob, 4 and 3, third. Hog Call, 3 and 4. Run Like a Razorback, 3 and 4. Maynard, 3 and 4. FL Hog two and five and Hog Stramas two and five. So we got a long way in the playoff hunt. This week's matchup, E V Daw versus Team Maynard. Run like a Razorback versus Hogstradamus. Pit Boss versus Big Wiener Bandits. Number one versus number two. Hog call versus Team FL Hog. So there we go. Well I don't know, man. It's been a it's been a wild podcast. There's been a there's been a lot of just crazy stuff going on, you know, in the in the NFL and things like that. And uh, I don't know what did we talk about? Did we talk about Gruden? 
Yeah, we talked about Gruden last week. Did we you want talk to do- about... Uh, now, we talked about what's-his-face over there in, in uh, Jackson. We talked about Ur- Urban Meyer two weeks ago. We talked yeah. about uh, Gruden last week. Do you want to do the picks real quick? Maybe we'll yeah, come yeah, up with yeah, something. Yeah, that. Might come up with something else to talk about, though, at the end, though. Yeah, we did talk about Meyer a couple weeks ago. It was weird that we yeah, had no, Meyer. No, I was just trying to remember. Like, we talked Meyer, and then we talked Gruden. I was just trying now, to think, other, like, if there's anything else that's broke loose. What other asshole came up in the... <laughs> <laughs> I saw a thing where they were like, oh, this is this is going on in the... Uh, uh, like, the, like, there's a person that has all the emails of everybody in the NFL. And they're, like, combing through them. I mean, it is, as far as that goes, like... We'll talk about the Terry Bradshaw thing, which I don't think was nothing. That'd be a good one. I didn't know about that, but... They did say, like, the whole thing with the NFL was investigating Washington, the Washington football team. And you know Dan Snyder, wouldn't you? know, he was guilty and everything. And stuff. So there's all kinds of... Oh, oh you didn't see. hear about the Bradshaw one? No, I'm seeing it. That girl was wearing a cowboy outfit and she was interviewing somebody and they were like passing the segments, you know, back and forth. And he was all like, oh, you look mighty good in that, you know, cowboy outfit or whatnot. (laughs) Everybody said like he shouldn't have said that, you know, she looked good in the outfit or whatever. He was overstepping his boundaries or whatever, getting getting cringy or whatever you would want to call that. I don't know. I think he was just trying to pay her a compliment. You know, I don't, I don't see anything wrong with it. Uh, yeah, I don't think he could really help it. I... Aaron Andrews, I think, where? You got your cowboy boots on and your shirt. <laughs> you were playing it for a second. Well, I thought I was, huh? Oh, did it like stop? Yeah, you said you got your cowboy boots on, you got your shirt, and then it like. That's all I heard. You got your cowboy boots on. Just did cowboy boots that time. Yeah, that's weird. weird. Sorry. I was hoping that would have worked. I just played it from. I don't know, man. I mean, I. It almost worked. I don't know why it didn't work. Oh. Old bastard. Old fucking geezer. <laughs> all right. Last, okay. So last week, <laughs> Chad goes eight and six. I go 10 and four. You're sitting at 60 and 44, and I'm 63 and four. Good Lord. This, this week. hasn't been a good year, man. You're still in it. In the hall, call Fantasy Peak Picks Week. Eight. I mean, it's Memphis been close every year. UCF. Memphis, UCF, is that what you said? Memphis at UCF. UCF. I'll go Memphis. Sure you will. Wake Forest at Army. Wake Forest. I'll go Wake too. It's about time Billy starts showing up with that producing sounds. 
Kansas State at Texas Tech. Texas Tech. I'll go Kansas State. Wisconsin at Purdue. Purdue. I'll go Purdue too. Oklahoma State at Iowa State. Hmm. I'll go the Cyclones. Iowa State, I'm thinking too. Oregon at UCLA. Let's go Oregon. Yeah, I'm going to go Oregon too. LSU at Ole Miss in the Magnolia Bowl. I think Ole Miss will beat LSU. Is that a thing, a Magnolia Bowl? Yeah. I didn't even know they had a thing. As long as Matt Corral plays, he's, Kiffin said he's beat up. He carried it like 30 times. That was a wild game. At the Good Lord. That was a weird game. Uh, they're, they're a really good program, so we'll see. I wish, I wish Lane would go over to USC and Ole Miss could hire somebody. I'm afraid Lane's going to go to LSU and win a national championship like the past three years. With that talent, with the talent LSU's going to get. Mm-hmm. All right. Clemson at Pittsburgh. Mm, let's go Pitt. I'll go Pitt, too. I don't know what game this is. Oh, Tennessee at Alabama. Um, Alabama. Yeah. yeah. Uh, just got to throw in, sometimes there's not a whole lot. Like this week was a shit slate of college football. San Diego State at Air Force. Ooh, let's go Air Force. Let's go Service Academy on that. I'll go Service Academy, too. I felt bad for picketing its army, so thank you for your service, Air Force. USC at Notre Dame. Uh, Notre Dame. I'll go Notre Dame too. South Carolina at Texas A&M. Texas A&M. Good lord. Yeah, they're gonna hurt them. I'm telling you, man. It's it was a shitty week. That's it, man. I scratched and clawed picks. That's that word. <laughs> Well, I think we pretty much knocked this one out. I don't know. hope it was coherent enough for everybody. I think it was. Woo pig suey. Go hogs.